What do you want? Screaming queens. Listen, I am two seconds away from calling the police. Screaming Queens Horror Podcast. What do you want? Screaming Queens Horror Podcast to your death. Something is trying to get inside my body, and you want to sleep with me. Better give me those shoes, they're mine. Give them back to me. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else gets the hose again. What have you done to its eyes? I see no manhood between your legs. You're going to need death now. <laughs> the living dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Get away from her, you bitch. It was an asylum. And it was hell. 20 years of pure hell. The devil wins sometimes. What's that? Monsters. Hello and welcome to Screaming Queens, the horror podcast with the Queer Eye View. I'm a little bit drunk um, and it could get worse because we've just watched the film together. I'm so drunk I haven't introduced everyone. We've just watched the film together and um, whilst watching the film, Martin had brought vodka. Yeah. So I had two little vodkas and I'm not even that drunk but I'm a little bit tired so I thought to wake myself up. Tired? Is that what you say now? I thought to wake myself up what I need is coffee. So I've got coffee, Patron, tequila <laughs> to do that. And we've all got a little shot glass. So I'm going to go around the room and everyone can introduce themselves and, and do take their a shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. I'm going to sip mine. Every time somebody introduces themselves, that's a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's like a scene in the Marx Brothers film. Um, so who are you? So I'm Jonathan Larkin, bottoms up. I'm just sipping it. Sip, sip. Who are you? I'm Stephen Moore. Oh, it went all down in one. Down in one. You swallow. <laughs> you swallow. <laughs> it's true, he does swallow. He does. Is that the president now? Yeah. He swallowed the president. Swallowed <laughs> <laughs> the president? Yeah. Which one? Donald. Donald. Boris, you can't tell the difference. Uh, I just swallowed Obama. Uh, I would. <laughs> I'm Joe. Biden. <laughs> this is a good start. Young Joe Biden. <laughs> young Joe Biden. Old Joe Biden. That's still gonna. <laughs> wow, it's all coming out now. I thought your scat, your scat confession before was gonna be the ultimate tonight. I'm sorry about that. Disabled <laughs> <laughs> access for scat. <laughs> Goodness, I'm Martin Fennessy. Sip. Up bottom, yes, up bottom. <laughs> and I'm John the Butler. I should probably drink this one, though. Yeah, you may as well. Is he doing down in one as well? Oh my god, so we're, go- we're gonna have to hold these two up. I'm Mertrez. Remember the last time we opened Patron Tequila in this house was the house warming. And yeah. up until midnight, we were all having a nice time, and then at five past midnight, god. there was a conga through the house, <laughs> there was a fight in the street. And there were people vomiting in the bed in the living room. That could still happen. I mean, it could still happen. <laughs> it could all happen. I do like the showgirls. Yeah, that's cool. Have you just noticed the showgirls' shot glasses? They're cool, aren't they? They are cute. Um, for safe. For safe. <laughs> so um, tonight we're actually talking about. So we're like, how many episodes? Like ninety episodes in or something? And yeah, I'm drunk. And um, I think we're here to hundred. 
Have we, we must be. I don't know. Point was, I can't <laughs> believe we've got this far and we haven't talked about any of the French extreme horrors. No. Because they've no. been a massive part of the horror genre in the last 20 years, haven't they? Um, that makes me feel old. So, we're going to talk about French extreme. Um, so, springing up in the 90s, then dominating the early noughties, the new French extremity movement incorporated subversive storytelling that pushed the boundaries of what was acceptable to show on screen. Filmmakers like Gaspar Noé, is that how you say it? Gaspar Noé. Filmmakers like Gaspar, Claire Denis and Patrice Chirot gave us movies like Irreversible, Trouble Every Day and Intimacy, which shocked audiences with their depictions of extreme violence and hardcore sex, with themes of masochism and social anxiety that harked back to the likes of Jean-Luc Godard's Weekend and even the Marquis de Sade, also known as Martin's Great Nan. <laughs> Born out of this movement was a spate of horror films, including Them in 2006, Inside and Frontiers in 2007, and Martyrs in 2008, that have since gone down as classics amongst horror fans. Harken back to exploitation films of the 70s, but also drawing comparisons with the torture porn movement in the States. These films sucked in the toxic air of the rising right-wing movement in France and exhaled a visceral foul breath of home invasion, body horror, and skin-flaying, heart-rending pain. <gasps> but they did it all with a je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> These films introduced the rest of the world to some exciting new horror talent, not least Alexander Aja, Aja, Aha, I don't know how you say it. Aha, <laughs> 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 I don't know how you say it, but him. Uh, he's the man who gave us the, the Hills of Eyes remake, Piranha 3D, okay. and upcoming Alligator Horror Crawl. Oh yeah, we were talking about effects and he, but he broke through with the first French extreme horror that made a massive impact on film goers this side of the channel. That's what we're discussing tonight. Um, like, I it's my monologue. See. Sorry. My monologue. Sorry. Originally entitled... <clears throat> originally entitled High Tension, but given the name Switchblade Romance on UK shores, this one's got it all. From reggae loving bean flicking <laughs> to, to death by cyborgs. And we just watched it with vodka, beer and cider. Um, that coffee thing. I'm now Coffee Patron. Marie sans papa, papa Marie. Bonne nuit, monsieur. Bonne nuit, les filles.
out, boys, what did we think? Like, just a quick summation. Martin? Um, Fast-paced, um, gory, exciting, wonderful film. <laughs> Stephen? It's a well, very well-made horror film that's efficient, good. A little bit questionable on the morals. <laughs> a little, little bit of problems. <laughs> a little bit. But if it's that good, can you... Okay, we'll take we'll take the problems with it. Okay, flaws and all. Flaws and all. John? I love it. Mm. It's great. I, I saw it when it was... I think the fact in Liverpool had like a one-off show and it, so I was I, this was all this is what I was all about this back then. So I, I loved it then. Was that when it first got released? Yeah, yeah. It was when it was was it two thousand six when it was it was something like that. It came out. It was made in two thousand and three, but it came out later here, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I, I just I just love it. it yeah, yeah. I was all about that French extreme. Oh yeah. I think I saw Irreversible. Was that before Irreversible? Before this, wasn't it? Um. I think so yeah yeah. Sorry, and I was like yeah I like this I like yeah. this whole scene this style so yeah I love it yeah well I'm a fan I've been a fan for years um, and the French Extreme thing for me was like the second coming of like it was like the second version of the video nasty thing mm-hmm. you know like in the 80s when um, people would have been so excited by this new thing that came out the next horror film that would shock everyone and they like called the mate on the set I've got another one and it's going this one goes even further than the last yeah, one we watched this yeah. was this was that for our generation that's what the French extremes yeah, were yeah. Um, I, yeah. and it allowed the middle class bourgeoisie to feel okay with it because it was French, French. it was French and awful. it was on <laughs> yeah it had subtitles there for it it was, it was okay it was right. fine fine to watch what were you going to say before that I've Hey, that I'm sure that I was we were just randomly talking about the crawl coming out soon and I was like has anyone seen it yet but it's not actually out in the UK okay but I am so shocked that the person who's created that film has created this film like it doesn't does not feel that doesn't feel like a progression to go from that to this do you know what I mean he sort of goes he kind of goes all out with whatever he does though so if you think about I'm excited yeah. more for the fact that I've seen this now and I'm thinking you fucking went there so like yeah yeah let's see you go there with like a fucking stupid ass premise like an alligator and yeah alligator home invasion alligator home invasion in a hurricane yeah I'm so there for that I mean did you like Piranha 3D I've never seen it okay have you yeah. we've, we've seen it haven't we yeah we have and Amazing. the different he's made quite a few different sorts of types of films so he can go in there but he it. also go, he always goes completely you know he sort of goes there with all of them like the Hills Have Eyes okay. remake is like full on yeah I've watched that that's like really it's brilliant yeah and it's quite it's also hardcore uh, in an audible way like yeah it's like it's good but it's like <laughs> yeah he does go there doesn't he but he's not trying he's He's not trying to. He's not trying to, trying to develop his filmmaking in a particular way yeah. or to gain respectability. As he, he's just. He doesn't. He's just. Yeah. He's just going for the ideas that he's yeah. given. <coughs> he's taking the subject. And, and just right? yeah, and just and just revels in it, and I think that's you. If, 
some field filmmakers will have a vision of where they want their filmmaking to go and yeah. that can be fruitful or it can be um it can be a route to oblivion. Sta- yeah, oblivion. <laughs> Things being stale and boring yeah, and yeah. very conventional, can't yeah. it? Whereas if you're just open minded about the ideas that you have and what you go for, yeah. then it, that unpredictability isn't at the core of real creativity. Yeah. It doesn't strike me as the type who's like you were saying before about the respectability, it doesn't hmm. strike me as the type who's seeking that out really. Yeah. yeah. He just enjoys making film. As far as I know, he's never I mean, I've, I've researched it online for like two hours today, um, and he's never really gone for, he's never sort of tried to explain or apologise for the stuff that people have an issue with this film about, which we'll get to. He, he doesn't seem like the type who says, oh, I'm really sorry I did that, and these are the reasons why I did it. I think he just puts the stuff out. I just wanted to apologise. Yeah, it's going to have to apologise. If you, like, you, I, you I know, find this mm. dodgy, like some of it is dodgy models. However, I don't expect the person to be like, I'm sorry. It was, mm. it was 2003. Yeah. I was probably fucking homophobic in 2003. I was, <laughs> I was 13. I didn't know shit. Yeah. I don't know that this film is no. homophobic, actually, because I don't think, in the way that yeah. um, Science of Lambs isn't transphobic, yeah. it's not yeah. actually, it's not, the purpose of this film isn't to represent a lesbian relationship or a lesbian woman. Mm. It's, just to represent some horror, yeah, yeah, and it's just a plot device. It's just so, a plot device, and yeah. that's what and that's what it is. And I think yeah. there's you know, in the in the Twitter sphere, yeah. then it's ripe for it's ripe for criticism and outrage totally, yeah. completely. Yeah. yeah, but in the more balanced adult world, <laughs> let's world. just just take it for what it is. Yeah. It's just it's just a horror film, yeah, and that's where it's going going out to be, and one that one that wants to take you by surprise and for me it's a it's an excellent horror film mm. it's an excellent yeah. film because when you saw the French extreme stuff and, and we will I think we'll move through them all one by one mm. as, our, as, as our show progresses into its fourth year mm. um, I know can you believe that um, we'll go through them all one by one and we'll save the best for Christmas we'll save inside for Christmas because yeah. it's set at Christmas Um so yeah, um, as we go through them, we'll see. But I think this space of horror films are really—they were all really fucking strong because mm. they just didn't give a fuck. They went all out to shock you, um, and I think they didn't get hung up on representation and stuff like that. And I don't think, like you were saying, I don't think it's a horror film's job to get hung up mm. on that kind of stuff and be worried that they might offend someone. I think that's the beauty, possibly, of French or European films, maybe is that they have the power, they have relative power and budget to be able to deliver whatever they want to deliver. Yeah. But they're not so, but they're not bound up with all that corporate world. So yeah. That they care yeah. about yeah. what, uh, how it reflects in the wider yeah. world. I agree. Well, French really aren't really progressive now compared to us, so. In 2003. Oof. <laughs> oh, you said a mouthful there, so <laughs> <laughs> But I've not, I don't know, this period of time, it's what, 2000s to 2010, something like that. Mm. That French horror completely passed me by. Well, that's great because now you get to experience it as an adult. So, uh, yeah, I've not seen anything from that genre. And I've got. So, we get to watch them all one. with you for the first time. Is yeah. That, that's what I'm hearing. That's like, I've even got. I've like. I think he passed me inside. Inside and 
had Mars's day on her. Have you not watched Mars's yet, man? Um, they've had them both there, like ready to go. Mm. But for some reason, I've just put them off because mm. I don't really know much about it. Yeah. So I'm like, I watch it when I'm ready to watch it. Yeah. So um, for me, this is new and interesting because I think I was far too young that I would seen this at the time. I think I would have probably been a bit, a mm. bit traumatized. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked my like American Jonathan made me laugh watching that because you were like you, one, you were like weak of stomach at one. At there was one, one point. particular scene I think I've mentioned it before that I don't really like, and um, yeah, the, the wincy bit that nearly killed me. Oh, it's just that in general in any film is is great. I love it, but it makes me feel. A bit yeah, sick. that was. Still it's made up to watch a film where you went. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't happen yeah. often. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing. But I was also made up to watch yet another film where Martin was so horrified he took his feet off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, my week. And that, oh, dear no. listeners, was Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> so the plot of this film... Um, Alex and Maria, two college mates, and um, one weekend they go to um, uh, Alex's family home, which is out in the French countryside, actually filmed in Romania, mm. um, to study for something. I don't even remember what it is to study for. International law was involved. There's one line in the whole film. <laughs> 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 we don't care. Just yeah, get to yeah, yeah. Some great dialogue, you know. I wish I'd written it down, but some of the lines in the, that first section, that first 10 minutes, were brilliant. Yeah. Um, Alex I want to know how accurate the translation is there, because yeah. I feel like some of it, they were like speaking for ages, and then there'd be like one line. Or like, yeah. Sometimes it's yeah. always, why is he'd it? say yeah. one word, and there'd be yeah. like a paragraph, and I'd be like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. What a slut. Um, so um, when they get uh, <clears throat> they're there for like 10 minutes before things start to go wrong, aren't they? So this guy turns up in uh, like a mysterious truck. Um, and he's in overalls. He's dirty, gross. You said he looks a bit like he looked. He had the of a Donald Trump vibe. He did. Yeah, it's like a less dangerous Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> he turns less up in the middle of the night, and spoiler alert: he uh, slaughters the whole of Alex's family in horrible ways. Um, we, oh, do we, we do see him before that, don't we? We do see him before that. Yeah, he's enjoying a, yes. a little head. He's getting ahead, um, <laughs> and. Um, Marie manages to sort of stay hidden, keep out the way, and then um, Alex is bound and gagged and taken in his dirty old truck, and Marie goes with them, like she sort of stows away, and um, she, it's basically Marie trying to save Alex from this evil, horrible, disgusting old man, until, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, big twist at the end, which always divides people whether it's about the lesbian thing or not. Um, big twist at the end is that we've been led down the garden path the whole time and it's actually Marie who is the kidnapper and the murderer. What's the debate? Hmm? What's sorry. Whether it's just a bit shit. Because a lot of people think, oh. Yeah. How, this, how, this can, it... how can she chase herself in the car? All, he, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Although I found a way to forgive all of that yeah, this no, time was, watching it. There was yeah. something in the beginning of the film yeah, yeah. that explains all that. Yeah. I just the only bit above me. Oh, whatever, we'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to, we'll get to it. We've already pulled the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, but we'll get to that bit in the end. Okay. There's a bit where I'm, I'm finding it. I can forgive everything else, but that bit just annoys me. But let's go. Let's okay. So the film stars Cecile de France and Mai Wen. So Mai Wen, who plays Alex, 
who's the screen queen. So she's actually really interesting. She was married to Luke Besson in the 90s. Oh, wow. And she... Wasn't um, Luke Besson married to Mila Jovovich in the 90s as well? Possibly. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Mila Jovovich. And my word is actually a director as well. Mm. Stop thinking about cock, Stephen. I was talking about fanny. It's a lesbian film. Oh, <laughs> right. I was thinking about that. Um, so, Mai Wen is also a film director and she made a really powerful film in 2000, I think it was 2012-ish, around that time, called Police, or Policy, I don't know how you say it, but it's about the Parisian um, child uh, exploitation unit. Oh, and it's all based on real, it's all based on verbatim stuff, so it, it follows them on their daily routine, but it's crazy, mm-hmm. and she's in it. But she also wrote and directed it. Wow. So she's a super oh, talented woman. Talented she's cool. I like her. And she just goes by one name, my way. Yeah, like a yeah. Brazilian footballer or something. Yeah, or Madonna. Or Madonna. Yeah. 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 Comparisons. <laughs> <laughs> my Madonna. Or Madonna. Um, or Madonna's producer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mayways. She sounds like Mayways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're the two. They're, the, they're our leads. Um, both really good in this film, I think. The, the acting is, yeah. is fabulous yeah. from both of them, especially at the end. Um, yeah. So the film sort of gets, it's, it's, it's not a slow burn at all, is it? It no, gets no, going paces straight on. How does it go? Worried. Like in the first five minutes, it was a bit like, you've got a very small cast and you've dispatched everyone. Everyone. <laughs> and I was like, I've been thinking, where's, where's the rest of this film going to go? Yeah. Who's going to die? Like, at the 40 minute mark, I was like thinking, okay, where can this possibly be? What can possibly happen now? Yeah. We've run out. Yeah. There's a lot of films that do that as well, yeah. where then it sags and you're like, oh. Yeah. And it hit hard at the beginning, like it did. It had like a good couple like explosive moments. And I was like, okay, but they were intense. They were great. Shot your load you too not, soon Yeah, there. you've yeah. shot your load. <laughs> this is not, mm. this is not going to get any better because most films I know, if they use something that big that early on, you're not going to match it. Like that. Yeah. And then it comes at the end and it's like, fucking yeah. It really does come at the end as well. Yeah. <laughs> it blows its giant loads, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's it just... fucking goes in. And those like the last five, ten closing minutes are yeah. just intense. Yeah, it's fucking amazing shit. But that's what all of those French Extreme films are like. Mm. They're all like that. You think you're not going to get... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I swear to God. Um, so, six minutes in, six minutes in, we see a man... Uh, receiving water pleasure from its decapitated head. Well, we didn't realise it's straight yeah. away, do we? <laughs> Until just after he says, look me in the eye, yeah. comes, and then dumps the head yeah. outside of his Oh, I think your comment was uh, very pertinent. Should have, uh, oh, this should have been jizz dripping out of the stump. Yeah, yeah. the neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably would not have got past senses. No, well, everything it else did, bloody hell. It doesn't, it doesn't make it clear whether it's like the, the mouth or the, the hole. <gasps> the, the <gasps> esophagus. Oh, oh God, because that would make sense then. Yeah. Oh, stumpy. Look me in the air. Look me in the eye would make sense if it was the other end. Maybe shagging the stump. That happens in the American Psycho novel. Awesome. Yeah, it does. Um, also with twist I don't think there would be jizz so. what? with the twist there wouldn't be jizz so yeah no. true well you, you don't know you don't know at that point though, do you? no and I think 
I think that she would have personified the jizz. I think that <laughs> element. I think that element of it didn't happen as well. I think that's just like the the evil building. It's like he's, it's lurking in the background the whole time. See, I like to think that she was squatting on him. <laughs> squatting on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> she was squatting on him to capitate his head. <laughs> Holy so it's not just a fantasy. I thought it was a fantasy. Yeah, because she dis- yeah. a friend a disappeared off, you know. Yeah. At the beginning, she said her friend was off somewhere else, and she'd yeah. been left alone. So I think she, while she'd been left alone, she squatted on her head. Yeah. Oh. Nothing like a bit of nasal stimulation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd know. A bit of nasal stimulation. <laughs> nasal stimuli. Oh, nasal sex. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's why I got my pierced. <laughs> <laughs> the killer in this film likes prevent- piercings. So preventative careful. or enhancement? <laughs> Both. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> um, Marie and Alex in the car. Very fun. It's a lot of fun. I love the banter between the two yeah. of them. They're listening to cheesy dance pop music, which I need to find that song That's immediately. Like Play. Um, <laughs> and here we go. It does tell you at the end, doesn't it? I think all, all, yeah, all the whole list in there. Oh, uh, yeah, and you need to text me as soon as you get it because I need that. Um, she wakes from a dream, doesn't she? Marie wakes from a dream, and the first clue is there, isn't it? Because she says, I had a dream where I was chasing myself. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of your first clues. Also, so what explains the twist away for me and gets over all of the flaws in the plot um, is that um, also Roger Ebert, the critic said that this film not only has plot holes big enough to drive a truck through them, it actually drives the truck through them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I love. Um, but what, what sorts all that out for me is the first line, one of the first lines she says in the film is, is, is this recording. So that tells you that the rest of the film is her giving a statement. So she's telling the story. So mm. she's literally saying all this stuff with the man. Yeah, because the very start of the film is her in a like a mental asylum, yeah. well, in some sort of secure facility, yeah. like retelling the story. Yeah. So all the holes, all the plot holes. I, I know this said, is. A, hmm? She says, "Is this recording?" Is this recording? So that because yeah, the first scene is like her, it's her feet, isn't it? And then it pans yeah. up and sees yeah, cuts on the back and stuff. Yeah, I saw that again. Yeah. But that's but the very like, start of the film. Picture where it's seen it. That's the very yeah. start of the film. So she says, "Is this recording?" So essentially, the film is her statement. It's a flashback, yeah. It's, like... it's her, her recollection of mm. what she saw. Yeah. Okay, fair play. Everybody. So, um, so that's helped me get over the plot holes a little bit. There's still some there. I'd say there's one bigger than the rest of it. I can, get, I can forget. I imagine the writer and director could explain all that away by saying they're not plot holes in the film. They're holes in her statement. Mm. Mm. And I, yeah, but I'll, I'll I'll forgive you that because you've established it. Yeah. It's the, the, the unreliable uh, narrator. narrator yeah. isn't it? Slash, yeah, just, slash writer. <laughs> 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 but if you put it into your story as part of your lines, yeah. then I, I will forgive you. The it. film, by the way, was written by Gregory Levesseur and the director, Alexandra Arger. Um So, yeah, we get to know them there, and there's the great moment where they're talking about I am Marie, uh, Alex going off with boys, and Marie just says, What a slut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's more talk of Marie and her love life at the house later on where Marie reveals that she prefers to go out with men who are already attached because if they're single there must be something wrong with them yeah <laughs> I love that absolute life goals right there <laughs> where to live your life by like I actually like her reasoning though yeah. like that if they're not attached then they're not worth chasing after obviously this person's attached so I want a bit of that yeah yeah I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm fucking there. Um, he's going out with a Brazilian, isn't he? Huh? He's going out with a Brazilian. Yeah. So she needs to uh, go and get a tan. Is it a Brazilian footballer? I don't think so. <laughs>
That's true. But she's Brazilian and she's um, got a big two glasses, isn't it? Bill. That bitch is Bill. That bitch is Bill. What does she say? What, how does Mary explain it away? Something about um, something about exotic. It's oh. to- it was a to- was a bit- token exoticism. Well, like exoticism like that. Yeah, it's along those lines. I love nickel that. and dime. Exotic- nickel and dime exoticism. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Basic. Basic bitch. Basic <laughs> Brazilian. Um. Have we got any Brazilian listeners stopping me Yes. We're not coming for you. It wasn't us that said it, it was Marie, and she is just a crazy lesbian, so it's her fault. Mm. Blame mm. all the lesbians. That's what this film does. Um, stop shaving your granny. Can I, can I just say, I want to appreciate the colour palette of the film. It's amazing. The overbaked red sunset Texas Chainsaw style. Mm. Yeah. For me, I think the, the field, like the cornfield, the, like the green and blue, yeah. stood out the most for me. You know when um, yeah, Alex right. when Alex stops the car and yeah. he runs into the field, it's yeah. like it's like almost surreal, like yeah. the, the blues and the greens. Yeah. It's yeah. really powerful. I it is. It is. It has that same sense, like you seen with Texas Chainsaw of dirtiness, like Roaring and hot hmm. sweatiness, and I'm always there for that. You gave me, if you managed to portray that kind of vibe to me, I'm like, I'm gonna be engaged with whatever you're showing me. Totally grossiness. Like yeah. a hot August night. Yeah. Mm. It's horrible. Mm. You can smell the horse and cow shit. You can? Smell the horse? The horse. Oh, yeah. horse. <laughs> I can smell the horse. <laughs> I can smell the horse <laughs> right now. <laughs> you can smell the horse, Jonathan. I can smell the horse. <laughs> Sorry. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I could smell some finger. Um, there's some nice howling wind sound effects when she when uh, Marie goes up to her attic room, isn't it? Yeah, there? and creaking doors Lovely. and the whole house sort of moving. Yeah, fabulous. Uh, lots of tension building. So they managed to build so much tension. It's only ten. It's like fifteen minutes That's between the them arriving at the house. That's yeah. the name of the film. Yeah, <laughs> high tension. There we go. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Um, is Switchblade the romance a band? It sounds like it needs it sounds to be like a punk like band, it's but it's band, not. Yeah. I think I think it's been used somewhere. Switchblade you know? something is definitely but a Strawberry Switchblade were yeah. 80s band. They were like a gothy band, weren't they? They were like, yeah, they looked gothy, but were very poppy. Poppy, poppy girl group, mm-hmm. two of them. Mm-hmm. And here they are. <laughs> <laughs> Our special guest this episode. Well, we can't show, we can't film we can't have clips of the film because it's all in French yeah. well, it was an English dub I think wasn't it well? it's an English dub yeah, it was released with an English dub in America because they thought it would do big bucks and then it made about three million dollars it was 2003 yeah so they were still in the they were still in the French hating yeah liberation fries freedom fries rather than French fries well also freedom fries and yeah, also they, is that a real thing they stopped calling French fries some people stop calling French fries French fries oh, it's just the they call them freedom fries because of the whole after 9-11 yeah because the French were a bit more even handed in their response and the po- French were playing Sweden post 9-11 for anything foreign in a horror film in the USA there had to be there had to be villains and mm. they, they had to be the girls in Hostel and they had to be the you know mm. that was the only way that people were going to yeah get on board with them anyway um, so great sound effects and then yeah um, she goes out Marie goes out for a ciggy and while she's having a ciggy what I love about this before you see the boobs is um, <laughs> boobs 
is the um, the encroaching darkness of the countryside mm. all around her, and you don't know what's out there. Yeah, just a dirty man getting head. But other than that, you don't know what's out there. She sees. She looks up and she sees Alex in the shower with her boobs. I asked John how they rated on his boobometer. They were good. They were a good seven. Good seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. There we go. Um, and and um, she then goes back inside, goes up to her room, listens to some reggae, has a little finger blast. <laughs> I no. You were shocked, weren't you, by that? Is, just, it, is it because it was reggae? Yeah. I just. I find that problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Even more. <laughs> you're a racist. What's <laughs> <laughs> You're just mixing up white people. <laughs> I know. That's problematic. You all look the same to me. From the west coast of Ireland, you all look the same. <laughs> no, I just find it a bit like. Did that date the film? Was that like, oh, that's, I was, that's so 2000s. No, but I thought it was like, I was there with the 70s rap that it was given off. And then it was like, sudden, literally that moment, the reggae started playing. I was like, we don't even know you in the 2000s. Who fingers themselves to reggae? What the yeah, fuck? No, literally, who French. French. It doesn't need any explanation. But why couldn't she listen to like, why should 10? Because that would be a cliche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, could it's you listen to like, cliche? erotica? Okay, some dance I French do really good electro pop, so I'm just saying. She but could have flicked herself off to Tegan and Sarah. That would be great. I think Tegan and Sarah would have been a bit on the nose. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um. She was already squatting on it, she didn't need to fucking jizz. It looks like a mushroom. Just to explain to everyone, <laughs> he's talking about the stopper from the tequila bottle and nobody's um, bulbous Yeah, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's. You know, it's exposed themselves. <laughs> looks like a mushroom. Not yet. <laughs> Mine's a chanterelle. <laughs> Shiitake. <laughs> Shiitake. I'm exotic. Basic exotic. <laughs> um So while she's masturbating... Um, man in overalls is turning up in truck, isn't he? And um, so this is it's all. That's very symbolic, isn't it? It's like it's coming out. He's coming, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's given into a desire. Yeah, yeah. She's Gwen Stefani. Yeah. What does that Gwen mean? Gwen Stefani. Is that what? what? What do you mean? I did have a point. <laughs> 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 but it was gone. It washed away. It was. It was problematic. Like Gwen Stefani. Oh well. Um, there is a point I'll come back to it I was once on a Kylie Minogue forum and um, just once somebody in there had started a thread about how much they hate Gwen Stefani and it was titled Gwen Stefani stinks of sweaty Harajuku minge what? <laughs> sweaty Harajuku minge <laughs> she, she just takes everybody's culture I think that's what I was going with but I lost it that's it because she was doing reggae <laughs> ah, right, she, okay. she, she just does the scar music mm. yeah yeah. Gwen Stefani white woman takes black music Okay. It was there. It's there for the taker. Yeah. Oh, with pop music's gone anyway. Anyway. He's turning up as she orgasms. So this is the symbolism of she's given into her evil desire, her evil lesbian desire, and it's standing at the door. I, I, I don't think anyone can be evil. A gay person can be evil. A lesbian can be evil. You know, I don't think. I don't think it's having a comment saying. Lesbians are evil. Okay. I don't think he meant to, but I think it's. I do. I I err on the side of the people who say it's problematic because I've been on the other side of this, um, mm. where I've said in a conference room, 
can the lesbian not be a nutter because lesbians are always nutters and they've gone oh yeah we'll make sure they're not a nutter then they push someone off a plane Mm. It just, it's a lazy, okay. it, it is a lazy trope that people go for all the time. It's, and you know me, I'm, I hate people no, jumping no, on this bandwagon, but for me, I can see it. You could, yeah, I absolutely can see it. You can also see that she separates herself from her yeah, it's a evil, murderous side and dissociates completely into yeah. into the complete polar opposite of what she is. So she's a beautiful, beautiful young, fit lesbian woman and dissociates all her awful psychotic madness into this slimy, mm. fat, grotesque old woman. Man, yeah. But totally. would it have worked if it was like a man who Turn himself into a lesbian woman who was doing it. I think know. that would have been worse. Yeah but, I, I don't, yeah, but I don't feel like it would have worked as a narrative. As a. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would have bought it, but as a. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's more of a. Well, no, it wouldn't work, but a similar storyline um, happens in the Bates Motel. Yeah, but that's 40 like, years before. Then you'd have to make it. A man's as opposed to like this is a man who then who thinks he's because he actually thinks that he's his mother. Yeah, because we remember how we covered Psycho. Yeah, we, but... we sort of it with Psycho. Once you've watched that film, it's easy to differentiate between a trans person and Norman Bates. I think if popular opinion or some section of society that thinks that will think that, I can understand why they would. I find that thinking problematic. That's what I mean. And I don't think that I that's... I find it lazy. It's lazy and it's stupid. I, yeah. And, but actually, those both of these films don't rep- actually represent that. But Marie doesn't realise that it's her. So she doesn't associate... She doesn't associate herself with this male figure, does she? She doesn't think that it's her doing it because she talks as if it's not her doing it. Mm. At the end, when she rescues mm. uh, Alex... I killed him, she says, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, I killed him. See, she, that, to her, is just a personification of her evil persona. Mm. And like Norman Bates, he doesn't realise it's him. Mm. He yeah. thinks it's his mother. Yeah. Yeah, even at the end, when he's not dressed as, as his mother, he is his mother in that asylum. Yeah. Um, and he thinks... And, Mrs. Bates thinks that she's yeah. she's disguised herself. Yeah. She thinks she's Mrs. Bates. She doesn't yeah. think she's Norman. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just don't care to cater for the mm. people. The should lowest common denominator, the twist. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> people should view it the same way. Yeah, but you don't. No, no, and that's not in the film's problem. That's people's that's problem. People's that's their problem. 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 I, I don't think the film no. sets out to say anyone's a bad person or to offend anyone. No, me neither. Can. Me neither, but mm. I can see the argument. There's a cumulative issue here where... where if you do it so many times. Lesbian representation in drama and, you know, it's like thrillers and stuff like that, it does tend to always go down that very, very easy route. And I think that's something that's subconscious in people's creativity. It, 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 it's not someone sitting down and going, I'm going to write this thing about an evil lesbian. It's just an easy way to do it. It's, it's like lazy, it's basic it? instinct. It's yeah. killing of Sister George. It's, it's, it's all these films have got mm. that element in them. And I think it is interesting and I think it is worthwhile asking the questions of, I wonder why mm. it's always that. And so I can understand why people 
have been offended by that choice in this film. Me particularly, I'm not. I'd yeah. rather watch a good horror film. It's like I'm not offended by Dress to Kill, even though mm. a lot of trans people don't like Dress to Kill. I'm not offended by Cruising, even though loads of gays hated Cruising. I think you could execute it well. Like, I can have problems with the message that I can see it gives out, but do I feel like the film's problematic in itself? No. I don't think it is. No, I don't feel like the film set out to be a horrible film. Yeah, I feel like you can interpret it in a way that makes it horrible. What else? Just an impact. But it's a fucking good film, so there's just an, there's an impact around just general representation, isn't there? In terms of we try to resolve representation around the sorts of storylines that are out there, mm. so that we have. Black films, we have trans films, we have mm. films about dis- disabled people, rather than thinking how how do we incorporate those actors into the script. Now yeah. sometimes that won't work because the script's very clear, the character's very clear about who they are, yeah. but some scripts actually, the, the flip side to those lazy tropes in scripts is there's a laziness in casting mm. in terms of thinking who could potentially fulfil like the the roles yeah. that are there in the middle of a script. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think um, talk about like representation. Like one thing that always gets brought up is the kill yoga gay idea that whenever we introduce gay characters, they always get killed off in like TV series all the time. They always get killed off in some random thing. And like to me, they could have Willow and Tara and Buffy. That to me has always been like such a positive representation of like gay lifestyle and gay culture. That's all I've ever seen. But then that always gets brought up in the in that same argument that this person was just killed off because they were gay. Well, they weren't though. They were killed off because they were the, they were the couple that people were most invested in. Mm. The, the rule of killing someone off in TV is you kill off the person kill people love the most. Yeah. Mm. But I understand so the, the like, factor, I have yeah. never seen it in that way because all I've ever seen is that like this was a beautiful romance that was well orchestrated and then destroyed for yeah. our horror. Probably wouldn't sleep with Josh Whedon. That's probably why they got kicked off. Possibly. Uh, Possibly. And, then, and if you uh, want to go further down that path, Willow then becomes a psycho lesbian. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and people. Well, you could. <laughs> she does. Yeah, and you could argue yeah. that about that, and I don't think Buffy is that. I know. I Buffy, Buffy is not your enemy. You know, yeah. that's the thing, isn't and it? Buffy the Vampire like, Slayer is not your enemy. But the same argument you can have about this film, you could have about yeah. that yeah. series. It's, it's not it? a just start looking for the enemy. I know. Well, the, the the many flaw. There are some flaws in this film. It gets away with all of them because of the fabulous kills. Yeah. And the first kill comes just the minute she orgasms. We have death by sideboard. The dad in his nice pink uh, dressing gown yeah. with flowers, yeah. Yeah. flowery pink dressing yeah. gown. Yeah. When you've got to the end of the film, that takes thinking back to that bit. Yeah, takes on a whole yeah significance. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? it does. Yeah. About how what it feels like to kill that dad. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, so it's a, it's a great kill. That's, it's that's just one an of the, That's got to be one of the top top five. Yeah, 
Cops can't kills. Death by cyborgs is just hilarious. It's camp. You would you would stay by the dog getting killed, weren't you, Stephen? Oh, that actually upset me. Yeah, it's not very graphic though. That's the general rule in the film, isn't it? The dog, the dog doesn't. Know, know. But I just don't. Once know. they kill a dog, you know that they're a bad yeah. bastard. Once once a dog gets killed, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like looking there's, at that cowboy yeah, kid thinking, no "Oh, your time is limited." <laughs> when um, when he pushed the um, sideboard up and decapitated the dad, you had a great line when you said you couldn't do that with Ikea. Yeah, <laughs> it falls a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the shot, it's like from above, isn't it? As well? Yeah. It's like a good composition. And the gushing blood. So the effect by one of Lucio Fulci's people. Does it? Yeah. yeah that's his main um, time. I don't know if this bit or just before or after, but where the, um, the kind of zoom around, where it like, the camera comes in really fast to view that and then goes up yeah, the stairs it, and yeah. landing into the room. Yeah, it pans yeah, down from uh, Marie. Marie downstairs. To Is it? Yeah, the yeah. other way around. Yeah. It comes from down. Yeah. To the it floor. goes from here downstairs. It's so fucking cool. It's really good. I love. But then before you know that, is, is that his head is a bit too big to go through the, the, the banisters. So he, the killer stamps on his head oh, to force his head through oh. the banister. You think, even if he didn't get decapitated, oh, there's yeah. no way he's no. coming out unscathed. Yeah. Um, it's awful. Absolutely awful. Then it's the turn of the mum to get killed. Ooh. And it's amazingly gory. And we have a Halloween homage, don't we? Yeah, with the, uh, the wardrobe. And yeah, the, the Louvre doors. Louvre doors. So Marie hides and watches through the slats in the door. as Slat. As uh, the mother gets her throat slashed in a really fulci style way, yeah, the way that yeah. wound opens really um, slowly. Yeah, it's like it's, a, it's like a second mouth. It's, yeah. it's, it feels like a really good it, practical effect. It's, it's very jagged, isn't it? It's yeah. not just like a clean cut. It's jagged. Yeah, and I love the way. But I mean, I don't love gore actually, obviously, but. I love the way the blood comes out of that wound so quickly that rather than it being bright red, it's got had no time to become oxygenated in the yeah, air. It's, it's black. black. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice little uh, detail, isn't yeah. it? Um, so the mum then is on the floor, and then you can hear him like slicing bits of it off, and there's mm. blood splattering across the slab. Yeah, it's a great shot. It's just it's focusing on the. The door is there. Yeah. You see blood splashing up, and you can hear it. We can see it's the blood. It's very pseudo sexual, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is. And I just didn't know what was happening at that point. I didn't know whether he was having sex with her, yeah. he was cutting bits up, up, off her. Yeah. It's just, and it, it doesn't really matter because no, it's, just, it's just horrible. It's the vibe that it's given. And then we have another big clue, don't we? Because as Marie comes out and the mum is not dead and pops up with a, oh, with a hand cut off, she asks her why. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so just so much more sensual when it's French. It is. Um, more clues, I think. I, I know this because I've seen it so many times. Is that whenever she finds Alex chained up, Alex looks scared of her. Mm. Yeah. Which you don't really see the first time around, but and there's just towards the end, like yeah. when she did it the final time, I was like, wait a minute, all these other times when yeah. she looks scared. Because she doesn't really. This. She doesn't really act, interact with as well. Does she? It's always. Um, Marie talking, yeah, and Alex never responds. So yeah. it's when it's her driving the truck away, yeah, and and she imagines herself in the back of the truck. She's not really there's yeah. no interaction, yeah. Like and as much as you can say the twist causes plot holes, at the same time it solves a lot of plot holes because I just kept thinking, what the 
fuck has he not noticed yeah. you? Yeah, like yeah. sliding into the head and going into like that place. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, off. Yeah. And he, she's like talking in the back of the car. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. you were talking. Yeah. She's telling her to be quiet because she's screaming. Yeah. She's in the back of a truck. Talking. She's allowed to scream. You were just talking. Yeah. Next death is, um, so the oh. so the mom and the dad are dead. The, 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 the dog's dead. And you think killing a dog was bad enough, but then it, it, he chases the little boy into the cornfield. By the way, what is a rural horror without a cornfield? Yeah, great. Chases the boy into the cornfield with a shotgun, and you just see the shotgun blast, and you see the, the corn light up. I think they could have gone for it. Yeah. Well, you do see the you see the kids off there. Yeah, you? you see a bit of a close up towards the end when you see the flashback, don't you? Mm. Do you see her holding the gun to the kid's head? Yeah, but he's uh, shot in the back, isn't he? I do yeah. like that. He's dressed as a cowboy as well, and it's a bit. It's yeah. Quite, yeah. 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 Cowboy's dead. Calling for his mum because he's wearing cornfield. Yeah. But like, if you can't go there for hopefully, then you might as well do it. Yeah. Go all in. Yeah. I'm just like, kill I, I'm sorry. Kill just kill the fucking kids. Kill the kids. Stop whipping out. Yeah. Kill the dog, kill the kids. Kill everyone. Um, she, can we just, uh, can we just discuss how, was everyone in the room a little bit turned on by Marie? Well, let's be honest about it. She was really hot. Apparently she trained with a Thai boxer to get in shape. She was like, the role. She had the great, great back, didn't yeah. she? Very broad. Yeah. She was fabulous. So, I was like a lesbian. What? I had my ovaries turned on by a lesbian. Oh, yeah. Um, so then she um, tries to get well we think she's trying to get Alex out of the back of the van and she's got a, she gets a carving knife and she's poised to attack the killer but then he just shuts the door so she's trapped mm. in the van as well so she's off on the road with with um, Alex and the killer and they stop at a gas station middle of the night which I love I love that that remote yeah. the remote look of it Rottiness. I really yeah. like that um, thing where she was waiting for him to come to the door so she could stab him. Yeah. But then the door shuts. Yeah. I think that was just such a cool, like... Yeah. Transition. Yeah. So she gets to the gas station, she tries to sort of get help, doesn't she? And the kindly um, station attendant is trying to hide her. Johnny, isn't it? Johnny. Mm. And he's got a stash of Playboys and stuff. They've always got a stash of Playboys, haven't they? Do they just sit and wank all night? Is that what let's believe? They've got nothing else to do, have they? There's no customers. I'm getting me to the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, and unless there's, unless there's one of those smart women who comes along and asks you for a service. Yes. <laughs> That's the killer ask, ask ask you for a This is where I'm fuming. My work's always busy. I <laughs> just can't just wank. <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> if you want to badly enough, you would make it happen. I'd, I'd get in trouble if I did that. <laughs> and yeah. I'd worry if you wanted to it's yeah, it was his problem. <laughs> um, mention of JB J&B yeah. the killer asks for some J&B yeah. and I noticed that the music that's playing in the background is very jello as well yeah it's, it's interesting they went there on purpose because he was drinking Jeff Daniels earlier on yeah yeah. and then he switched Breathing so that was like that was like a reference. He has a switchblade as well, doesn't he? He has like a, a yeah. straight razor, so yeah. I think that's an obvious reference. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. That's awesome. Because that's what he cuts the mum's hands off with, isn't it? Yeah. He cuts the throat with a straight razor. He just, all he's missing is his gloves, but his hands are black. So, that's you know. true. But it looks like a glove when he rings the bell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get in the house, it's, 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 hands and, all. and the whole gender dysphoria of the whole thing is very shallow as well. Yeah. Yeah. think about it. Um, so she and um, it is usually a female. If it's an Argento film, the yeah. killer is usually a female yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
And then the killer, who we think is the killer at that time, kills Johnny with an axe. Yeah. And there's great crunching as he slams into his sternum. Sternum. Oh, yeah. I like it's the, a good word, it's there. Yeah. I don't know like that. Well, I like the fact that he, that he goes in to get the drink and then the man changes his mind and he turns back to get it and then he gets... And it's like that kind of close intensity mm. where he had no choice but to turn around and go back in for the yeah. drink. But at the same time, he was really fucking like on top of him. It yeah. felt like, like... Like if you were there, you could feel his breath. Yeah. Mm. Um... You said that he deserved to die because he he had sandals and socks yeah, combination. Oh God, yeah. He had fucking Nike sandals. And socks. <laughs> like blue socks. Or <laughs> I was just like, oh, fuck that. Mm. I would have got the axe there. Chopped both feet off. <laughs> um, I, know, I say, I know, you, in, you know, in work, you're going for comfort, but... Yeah. That's, yeah. that's unforgivable. But it is the night shift as well. No one's going to see him. But what if one of these rich, sexy women turns up and wants some service? They're going to make the look at his feet and go. Yeah, no, you can do one. Yeah, no, you're right. Careful. He did deserve to die after all. Um, so she goes, Marie runs downstairs, hides in the toilet. Apparently, according to the director, it was a direct homage to Maniac. Mm-hmm. The scene where, I think it's a nurse who hides in the toilet in the original Maniac. It's a really scary scene. Mm. Um, so that was a reference to that. Maniac. There's a great look to that whole thing, isn't that whole scene? has got a very seventies vibe. I think with the like the lights of the toilet, the, the toilet signs. Mm. It's a bit neon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very quite neon and like yeah. The, yeah, it's good. Cool. I, like I would like the squat on Yeah, the squat on <laughs> The squat toilet. I I actually went to one of them yeah, in a gay bar in Paris. It only has a wee though, so that's you know. I don't. I couldn't. I said every time that the toilet where you went, the like the urinal. Looked more like he could poo there than he could poo in the squad's room. <laughs> I don't understand. But the, aren't they are toilets in France? I've seen um, those in service stations yeah, in France where it's just, it's just a hole in the floor and you can. You and I think in Spain as well. Yeah. But what did it say on the on the wall in French? Are you I, alive? I, I am alive, wasn't it? I, I am alive, alive or, or I am living. Just was it? Just we we want. Are you? Mm. Yeah. This is our. Just random GCSE French. <laughs> random happening. toilet yeah. graffiti. Um, so we think that he's going to get it in the toilets, but he never does. Another clue. Um, and she just hears the van leaving outside, so she runs up, I jumps in the car. I think that was very obvious that the van was obviously going to drive off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it but makes there's, more sense. There's an oddly specific bit in the, in the house as well, where she cleans the she cleans the sink and dries it so that he would not he wouldn't realise that anyone had used the sink. And it's like... But then it goes straight to the sink. I'm like, that's oddly specific. Yeah. Why would you think? Yeah, I go to the sink. I also wondered if she was doing that so she was she was erasing all traces of herself being there because she's mm. killed them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I feel like. But then she tells the police. That it's, I think so. Is it a confusion? Well, that's it. She's still yeah. in that. She's still in a dissociative right. Yeah. Because like she says to Johnny, "Call the police when she mm. runs into the garage, does. doesn't she? Yeah, but it's that so she can tell the story of. No, I don't think she knows. Yeah, because she doesn't know. She, she, yeah. She's telling the story of... Because she then goes and kills him right in front of the CCTV mm-hmm. as well, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, um, it's just problematic for mental health as well. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's, 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 it's ableist, apparently, according yeah. to one thing I've read. Um, so she chases after him in a car. That You know the car? I was trying to think what the car reminds me of. Madonna reference. It reminds me of the car yeah. in what it feels like for a girl. Yes. Yeah. 
Da haben wir jetzt alle Reference. Das ist mein Jahr, mit einer Reference schon. Oh shit, I did say that I found it. I don't really know what's on my phone. Come back with a better one next time. Yeah, after well, we'll, we'll cover Shanghai Surprise. So it's easy yes. to do it. I, you know what? That's a real horror that film. That is a horror. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, TikTok is all I'm saying. TikTok, TikTok. Um, so she chased after him in a car, and it's got a, the car's got a, a Confederacy flag on the back. What is that all about? Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but. But it's not they the car. Me of the Duke's yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like. But it's like an American car, isn't it? It's yeah. Like a, it's a like a. Don't want to say a Dodge. Like a Dodge, yeah. It's a yeah, Dodge. It's a, I, think, you know, I don't know cars. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a Dodge. <laughs> it's a yellow car. But it's like you know, you know. She chases the killer, and tracks him down to a greenhouse where we have the big final confrontation between her and the killer. Um, and this is seen as the moment where she finally overcomes her lesbianic that, shame that. by killing him. But can I just say that if it was accurate and it was actually a lesbian shame showdown, it should be in an allotment, <laughs> not, not a greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Ikea. Or Ikea. She should have knocked down a scaffold and then it fell on top of it. Yes, exactly. This showdown is fucking brilliant. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so it's really gory, isn't just it? Just and when when she grabs just like a stake, it's like it's like a post, isn't there's a post with barbed wire. Drags it out the floor. And she, yeah, rips out the floor and wraps. She's it like around. wrapping it up. Yeah. I like the wrapping. And she's it like back. she's covered in blood and she's like yeah, yeah, that's hot. Yeah, and she's got the barbed wire wrapped around. The I'm post. like yeah, shove it up funny. Oh, I didn't think that. Close my legs. Can I just say, viewers, viewers? Can I just say, listeners, that Stephen's got like a really proud look on his face after saying that. Dirty little bastard. It's completely problematic, Stephen. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we should do these drunk more often. Um, <laughs> Let's wait till we get the feedback. Yes. <laughs> get on YouTube as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, now for the visual representation. <laughs> she beats the shit out of him with the barbed wire post. Which is amazing, and you're like punching the air, you're like, go on. She whacks him in the face, and then you see the barbed wire like gets stuck in his flesh, and then she yanks it back out, and the blood starts to pour, and she she smashes his head in. It's just all really cathartic stuff, isn't it? It's like you can imagine if you were in a in a cinema full of horror fans, people would be cheering watching this scene. I I did see this in cinema, but there was like millions of people in there, so. Unfortunately, yeah, it wasn't much to do. Just you, like a back way. Oh, God, <laughs> smashes out there. Fucking do it. So, is she really? Is she really? Uh, that's a cut from Alex because when she tries to release Alex she cuts him with a knife that she left in the back doesn't she yeah what I took from that is that it's like a it's like Fight Club it's it's a metaphorical it's in her head isn't it she's She's fighting a demon she's fighting the demons inside her head so who's going to take control is it Alex or is it the the, she's trying to resist yeah being a murderer yeah yeah There's a really there's a really nice interpretation of it by Stacey Ponder. The true ending finds Marie vanquishing the horrible man and admitting her love for Alex. This is undeniably pro-gay. The lesbian is the hero yeah. of the story. 
On high tension's most basic level, we're rooting for Marie the entire time as she displays remarkable bravery and resilience in her quest to save her friend. Thematically, she's still the hero of the story, even at the end. Mm. Once Marie basically came out of the closet and admitted everything, the man was gone. It was the lying, the hiding and repression of her true nature and her true feelings that brought about all the violence and destruction. Simply mm. put, coming out freed her from her mental anguish and that ain't homophobia. Do I love that reading? Mm. Now, now, I can give you it, but saying the word undeniably <laughs> is a bit, bit of a stretch. I think there's an like argument that. on, it's definitely not undeniable. I can see the other mm. side. I, I think it's undeniable. I don't think it's undeniable, but yeah. I yeah. think it's as strong. I, can, I think I it's as strong that. as any other reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, so we think that we've got some amazing go there, but then she gets a circular sore out, <laughs> and there's a chase through the woods where she's she's screaming after uh, Lucy's running away from it, isn't it's she? Texas, Texas, Texas chainsaw. Texas chainsaw. They're both already covered in blood before they even get the the, the sore. And it's also harking back to the beginning scene. Yeah, it's the, it's the same. She's chasing her through the woods and she's screaming things at her like, you know, we'll go to Hepton Bridge and yeah. <laughs> we'll get a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put those shells up for you, I promise. I um, love those moonbeam sandals. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Lucy flags down a car and jumps in the back and this is always a death, death, yeah. death knell for any oh, poor driver. I'll, I'll pick up somebody and I'll stop my car and I'll, oh I'll try and start it again oh no it won't start oh. <laughs> yeah and then along comes but he's the ma- it's the man again isn't it we yeah. don't yeah. see Marie now it's the man again yeah. so the evil side took over again jumps up on the car I like that with the circular saw and slams it through the windshield and then the spray of blood oh, and the screaming and, and the, the sound spray of the on the camera wall. as well. Yeah, like Even the camera. the camera gets soaked, breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. For me, so good. it's operatic violence. Mm. It's, it's it's Grand Guignol. It's mm. it's unbelievably good. It's that it, I like the the one over the top of the car as well before yeah, she turns around. Like, yeah. It's so fucking dramatic. And it's like, just amazing. I like, from here on in, I was... <gasps> yeah. Any, as each bit. Any of the flaws the film has... They get a free pass because of this scene. This scene, all of the other deaths are, are amazing as well. But this scene, if you sit in a room with horror fans who haven't seen this film before if, and watch them watch this film, <laughs> it's just an amazing thing because people love it. I've it's seen so this film plenty horrible. Times, but that scene still makes me feel a bit sick. I find it exhilarating because yeah, it's so it horrible. Yeah. You can't believe they're going that far. The music's so loud, the screaming's so loud, the blood is everywhere. It's just ridiculous in the best way. I like the way it doesn't. It doesn't go to camp though. I wouldn't say it was like ridiculous to the point of camp. It's no. ridiculous to the point of horrible. Oh my yeah. fucking god! Keep, this is disgusting. It's, it's straight face the whole time. So it's yeah. Not, it is. Yeah. You keep on worrying to stop, and it doesn't. It yeah. just gets ramped up more. Normally, at the same time, you look that it doesn't stop. Yeah. It's just it's. It, yeah. 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 It, it should. Up. That's what I mean. Like it should get something when you ramped it up that much that it goes to. Comedy camp yeah. somehow it maintains. It's yeah. like, Ugh! and as we go, as we work our way through the French horrors that we're gonna do, oh. you'll see that that's a continuing thing throughout all of them. Except them, the film them is a great film, but it's very light on gore. But the others are just like soaked in blood. They get more and more soaked okay. in blood. Um, I'm sorry there. I'm not going to watch any of them now. I feel like, feel like queasy now. Do yeah. So, I know what so Jonathan got actually queasy in the next bit because Lucy escapes, but. In doing so, she's got a big piece of glass. 
big oh. shards of glass jammed in the side of her foot. Right through a heel, isn't right it? Right through a heel. Oh. It's unbelievable. Injury detail. We do I a little bit of injury detail. Like, in especially in a heel. Yeah. <laughs> oh. so, yeah. Anything with a heel on Achilles or whatever. Yeah. We just beam through it with Paris Hilton in the last episode. That's We're true. back again. That's oh. true. In Paris. <laughs> yeah, well, not far anyway. Yeah. It's just so, I don't know, it's just so, it's just a primal feeling isn't it I, I can feel me heels yeah. itching now yeah just thinking about it yeah and I, I think it's I agree with you I think it's one of the worst things ever to oh, see on screen however this is probably one of the best representations of it it's even more gross than normal because she like pulls the big shards of glass yeah. out so it's like it's a bit yeah. more like yeah it's a bit more like jagged and yeah. it's yeah. like what's worse to leave it in uh, or pull it out yeah, yeah. So there's not not many things that make me queasy but yeah that's one. There's something about eyes, fingers, yeah. and ankles, oh, oh, tendons. Yeah. Yeah. Just you just feel a bit fingernails. Yeah. 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 Stab me in the arm, fine. Yeah. Chop me fingers off. No! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything that's like a little extremity. <laughs> Leave my extremities alone. Slap me face. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yeah. Stab me in the eye. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good question, isn't it? Where would you rather, if you had to be stabbed in a horror movie, where would you want to be stabbed? Oh, I and live, and live, yeah, and still be living after you've been stabbed. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably shoulder. Yeah. Plenty, no, plenty of flesh there. I don't want to be like hardcore, so I'd want to go for the thing that I hate the most. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, go on, sniffing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to. I want to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to So nothing below the equator because you need to be able to run. Yeah. Yeah. See, I want to crawl all the way, yeah. and then turn around with like an a, an iron tire. A tire iron. <laughs> tire. I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> well, sometimes he looks like one. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> um, I, I would say the arm. Probably a fleshy bit of the arm. Yeah, yeah. it's an old worms. Um, and then so she's got the she's got the circular saw inches from uh, Lucy's face. Lucy, what's her name? Alex. Alex. Lucy. Lucy. No more tequila for Johnny. <laughs> um, she's got the circular saw inches from Alex's face, and. Basically, she just basically wants Alex to say she loves her, doesn't she? Yeah. And Alex yeah, finally... Yeah, a bit of a kiss, don't he? Alex breaks down and says, I do love you. But it turns back into And then Marie, when she it, says yeah. that, Marie's back, isn't yeah. she? Mm-hmm. Marie's crisis. Marie's back. And they have, like, a horrible, horrible kiss. Yeah. yeah. It's just horrible. Yeah, it must be one of the and most horrible kisses in cinema. Yeah. Earlier on, when she was, like, killing the, um, the mother-in-law in the Mother-in-law. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> mother in the closet, and I was like, quick, let's be in back in the closet because I thought the killer was going to come back up. Yeah. And then when you think about it, first, respectively, it's like. She's hiding hide in the that closet. Was, yeah. Yeah. She was already in the closet, and she that's was. what caused the entire drama so in the first place. Yeah. It's yeah. a wonderful scene, though, that kiss, because you completely feel the, the love and the passion and the sensuousness of Marie. Yeah. And you keep, and and I found myself drawn to that, but then kept on being, being almost slapped in the face with the repulsion that Alex was feeling of yeah. having to kiss her, but just being completely yeah. repelled and disgusted. Yeah, I'm shocked that she lived. 
Both of them lived. Yeah. Yeah. Got a crowbar through the chest. I know, she's taking the, she's just stabbed through the chest with a crowbar. Mm-hmm. It's just it's, a, it's like there, yeah, yeah. yeah, especially to be blunt, you've got a, that's some force. Yeah, that, we, we never get more gross, but it's blunt. It's yeah. like, oh. We have that Muse song, don't we, that plays over the last bit of it. and um, we, the te- She can't see me. Yeah. Turns the camera. Yeah. That's good shit. Yeah, so the last shot is back to the beginning where she's sat in like the mental hospital with the... If she's she, handcuffed and the feet are... And, um, Alex comes to the door to the door doesn't she and says she can't see me but Marie has a sense that she's there because true love never dies mm-hmm. and she's the last shot as she reaches for the camera really quickly and gives everyone that last fright before it finishes I think it's brilliant I think yeah. it's brilliant um, another review from Roger Ebert says the philosopher Thomas Hobbes tells us life can be poor nasty brutish and short so is this movie <laughs> I agree with all that except poor because I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I think it's short, actually. It's not short. It's the right length. It's, it's, it's not right short, right. but it speeds how along. Long, it speeds how long along. is that? It's 90 minutes. So it's, 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 it's not a film it's not, should be. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a perfect length. It's like Halloween, isn't it? That, that not, not I can't think any of it's wasted. So. No, there's not a wasted shot. In yeah. That's what annoyed me about the new Halloween. It's just like there was yeah. so much flab. It and it's like, it's like the points of Halloween was it was so lean and so perfect. Yeah. And then the new one was like, oh, I'm watching. Yeah. Oh. I know. I'm sure you can't wish for two more sequels. Two more. Yay. Oh, no, I am sort of looking forward to yeah, it. I, just like, I like seeing more of Michael Myers. And Jamie Lee, whatever Jamie your thoughts of this new film, Jamie Lee Kids was a fucking brilliant. She it? was. And yeah, I, I, I wanted to have more, I'll see it more fun. I'm um, sure I'll watch it. I'll just hate it. Apparently, um, so yes, apparently this film completely rips off the Dean Kuntz novel Intensity. Intensity, exactly. That came out year, year, eight, eight years before. Isn't it just the endings? If it's everyone else is the same, but, Apparently, but it's not like a there's no lesbian twist. Or yeah, I haven't read it. There. There's no lesbian twist. In the novel, there isn't. So and then it doesn't rip anything off? No, it's about... The novel is about a is two students, one of whom is going home and bringing their friend home, yeah. and a serial killer turning up and killing the family. And That's the novel. Yeah. And apparently people have said that if you read the novel and then watch the film, it's like they filmed the first yeah. half of the novel. In terms of like the conversations and everything. This is all, yeah. I haven't read it, so I can't vouch for it. But uh, if anyone out there, if anyone out there has read it, do I get in touch. Know. I feel like that's too much of an integral detail that like, you're being transformative. So even if you, you're taking inspiration off, you've taken enough, enough transformative details yeah, to make it... That I'm not convinced it's copyright or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not copying. It's inspiration at best. Yeah. Who knows? Well, there we go. So the film was screened at Toronto International Film Festival at the Midnight Mid- Midnight Madness section. Got an amazing... Did everyone walk out and Well, no, people loved it. It got a great response, so then it was picked up by Lionsgate. Um, and then um, it was put out in the US but they cut it they cut loads of little bits of the gore yeah, from it yeah apparently the, uh, the, the head scene was cut wasn't it yeah. there, was a, there was a cut version released in the UK yeah. for a while so they, um, they spent 14 million dollars to open the film um, in the US and it only made 3.6 like badly dubbed and cut um, so then they, re- they later re-released the original cut on Blu-ray which is what we watched tonight so it's one of those films that's really sort of got the fandom as it's gone along, which mm-hmm. a lot of horror films have. Like The Fog wasn't a big hit when it came out and stuff. Um, so it was Giannetto De Rossi, 
was the mm. makeup man, so oh. he, he was a favourite of Lucio Fulci. Nice. And you can tell with the practical, yeah. it's very retro, all the cutthroat stuff and all that. Um, You're going to ruin a film though if you butcher it, aren't you? Well, it's it. what they've done for yeah. America when they released yeah. it. Yeah. They butchered the film. Okay. And actually, they should just, if they just left it untainted. I agree. 100% see this film again. But I wouldn't want to see an American dub. Yeah, no. no, I've seen it many times and I've loved it every time. I've never got bored of it. I I, I enjoyed it more this time. So I liked it. Uh, the times I've seen before, I liked it, but I watched it again and I realised how kind of lean, how lean yeah. the film yeah, is. And, and yeah. The pacing, the, the pacing's great. It's, it's just nothing about it. It never lags or never sags yeah. or anything. It's just this it is what I mean. Zips on really well. At the beginning, when I was saying that, like you killed off too much, you cast really fast. I was really worried about that because it was a bit like, where's the rest of the film going? Yeah. But like as much as it was fast in the beginning, it had a faster middle and a fast conclusion. Mm. It knew where it was going. Mm. It had its plan and it got through it. Yeah. Fast. I took to social media to ask people um what they so I said that we're gonna I didn't give away what we were talking about, but I said we're gonna start on the French new wave of horror films mm. and just said to people what's your favourite and why. Um so uh, on Twitter Kevney said high tension. Deliciously Hitchcock with a bit of M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong in for good measure. Yeah. I know it's not as... Well, uh, the twist. It's the cornfields and the twist, maybe. Mm, science. <laughs> I love science. Oh, don't even go there. Let's not start that again. Um, he says, I know it's not as extreme as Mars's, but it's more affable. And I just love the idea that this film is more affable than <laughs> 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 Affable's a good word. I like affable. Um, Senor Ward says, it's difficult, but Martyrs and High Tension are great, but I think I'll go with Inside. Mm, so okay. Inside, everyone, is going to be our, one of our Christmas films. It is a Christmas film. Yeah. If Die Hard's a Christmas film, then Inside's a Christmas film. So that's why we didn't start with Inside. Um, Street Trashed says, same... Uh, talking about Inside same a fucking horror masterclass John Walmsley says Inside is not just my favourite French horror it might be my favourite horror movie full stop it's a bloody masterpiece Andy Roberts says this is a tough one I'd have to say Inside is probably my favourite of the French new wave extreme stuff conceptually disturbing as well as graphic and shocking Irreversible comes second I love it I haven't seen Irreversible You've never seen Irreversible never seen it. oh my god never seen it oh. Um. Irreversible comes second for how shockingly vicious it is, and I'd throw in Martyrs as a third. Oh, Vive right. la France. <laughs> Barvalamp says inside. He's not French, is he? Gaspard, singing his Argentinian. Oh, uh, is he? Yeah. And, um, yeah. and mm. Barvalamp says inside. That fucking ending had me like. And then he put a gif of someone screaming. Um, <laughs> Cinema Europa says, agree with Barvalamp and choice of inside. Not fr- and also, not French, um, but the Belgian, I think it is, Calvert. Calvert. Was something French, strange, Belgium, strange, fun and memorable. Speak French, same shit. Johnny Seven says inside because Beatrice Dahl kicks ass in it. She really does. Jenny Mugridge says it's got to be inside. Inside's the winner, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt Penny says martyrs because I watched it when I wasn't as jaded as jaded as I am now, and it <laughs> fucking ruined me. <laughs> um, Rebecca McCallum says, "Oh my lordy, where do I start? One of my most beloved subgenres." Have to go with High Tension as my favourite. Looks gorgeous and makes my heart beat so fast, although I know the ending divides people. Also, Calvert, although once watched once, it's hard to conjure up the courage for any additional viewings. Can I also mention... I'm not going to say the French words because I can't pronounce them. Yeah. Can I also mention... Oh, all right, Ills. Um, Them and The Recent Revenge, both of which I have mixed opinions on, but these are films that A, make me think, and B, are trying something daring and different. 
Can't wait to hear the app. Katie Rose Chester says Switchblade Romance and Baby Blood, which I'd never heard of. Mm. And I Googled it and Baby Blood's from the early 90s. Mm. And I think it's one of those films where like a a fetus has got like a virus and it needs Mm -hmm. blood. I think it's one of those types of films. Sounds kind of up our street, that doesn't it? I like the sound of this. Yeah. So there we go. So that's that's asking people about, about what they think of the French extremities. So it'll be fun to cover all these films, I think, and I think people will enjoy listening to them. I'm still debated. Do I want to... Like, I have the other ones there. Just do I wait, want to see them or do I want to wait? Wait and we watch them together because I do enjoy watching the films. Watched films. Great. Mm-hmm. Have you never, you've not seen Irreversible now? I've seen nothing. So Irreversible's so. not a horror though, is it? Well, it's fucking pretty horrible, but it's it's not strictly a horror. I'd no. happily watch it for no, the podcast. I've That's seen great. It's great. nothing French horror. I, I don't think there's a single thing that I'll say with French horror. Great. Well, that's good. Yeah, Irreversible was great. More recently as well, one that came out which was a French extreme horror was Raw. Yeah. Oh, I did see Raw. Yeah. I fucking loved Raw. That was good. It's just been on. Um, it's just been on Film Four the last oh. couple of weeks. Yeah. I think it was I saw on, it for the first time. I just like the guy. On, in I it. think it's on Netflix. You know. There's a hot guy in there. She eats him, and you'd like, well, I would eat him. <laughs> oh yeah, she. Yeah. Raw is a great film. That I felt sick. Yeah. Yeah. And in like the best kind of way. When the French Extreme stuff first came out, when I was I used to watch films with, with gangs and mates all the time, but I used to vet them first. But we watched Martyrs together and I hadn't seen it. Were you there when we watched yeah. it in City Key? Yeah. Michelle was there, you know, Michelle, hmm. so I mate Michelle, who's quite dramatic. And um, she, used to, she used to hate me for traumatising her. But I'd always vet the films, but we put Masters on, and halfway through Masters, I actually turned to everyone and said, I'm really sorry. <laughs> and Michelle went, don't even talk to me, John. And she turned, and for the rest of the film of 45 minutes, she had it back to the, to the, to the screen. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So. See, I like, I really like Raw, but that, that did make me feel sick. It's horrible, that one, yeah. And I was like... It's that body horror me. stuff, isn't it? And I'm super vegan, and everyone's like, you need to it's too much. <laughs> It's a little bit much. <laughs> I thought that was one of those films that I was like, literally, I was like biting my fingers going, no more, mm. no more, I don't want to see any more. They were biting the fingers as well, yeah. each other's fingers. <laughs> um, so there we have it, so we're all fans then of this film? Definitely. Yeah, completely. Um, we're all, I'm not sure I'd say it's a homophobic film, but I can agree with, I can agree that the people would see it that way. Yeah, no, no. I, can, I can see that people would see and it that I, way. I, Mm, yeah, I don't know if I'm okay with the overall message. I do feel like it's not a good overall I, message. I don't think the film's setting out to say lesbians. But uh, yeah, I don't feel like it's a nasty film. No. Yeah, it's not mean spirited against lesbians. No, I don't think, I think, so. I think We can all agree on that. Definitely yeah. no. No, I can I can understand why you could see it that way completely. Mm. Yeah. Completely, 100%, but I don't, mm. I don't know. And if you're that fucking beautiful with your film, then just to... Mm. Just get off Twitter. Yeah. Get off Twitter. Log off. Log off. Get yourself a big circular saw and go and kill some people. I think you're going to see something else. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Squat on it. Squat on it. Go fuck yourself with it. Oh, God. But don't. No, don't no. never do that. That's for Potter. Yeah. I want to do a little shout out oh, before we do. say goodbye. Yeah. Because okay. earlier today I watched the 1958 version of The Fly oh, with wow. Vincent Price and the 
actor who plays the scientist who meddles with things he shouldn't meddle with, David Hedison, um, who ends up merged with a fly, big spoiler, um, actually coincidentally died two weeks ago. Oh. And he looked when I would watch the film and just like looked a bit further in. He died two weeks ago when he was about 94 oh. years of age. I definitely recommend watching The Fly. It, it's a very sac- typical 1950s saccharine sort of horror film, but sort of a bit unnerving <laughs> as well with people chasing after flies. Um, <laughs> but David Hedison, for the for kids of the 90s, will remember him, will recognise him from things like Charlie's Angels and The Love Boat. Some Americans will recognise him from The Younger, The Restless, and Bond fans will recognise him from Live and Let Die and Licence to Kill. So he's sort of... I don't think he's had any recognition that he's died in popular media. Um, But he's a face that you you know. Yeah. So I'm just giving a little shout-out for The Fly and David Hedgeson before we go. Is that the one that ends with where it's gone, Help It is! It is! It is! It is! It's amazing. There's a little spider with, like... His head it and is, all. It's freaky. It's freaky. Yeah. Really freaky. It's that, it's that era of atomic horror, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's just... Completely. Yeah. There's something inherently scary about those films, so I think. So it was on the horror channel. Okay. Just recently, so it's bound to be on about seven oh. million times in the next one. <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, um, R.I.P. Rucker Hauer. Oh, oh, yeah. Sad. Oh, so sad. The Hitcher. The Hitcher. I just love Blade Runner. Blade Runner's just one of my favourite films. What's his name in Blade Runner? Roy Batty. Roy Batty. I was going to say Alec Batty. I don't know why. Oh, because I was thinking of Roy Barraclough, who plays Alec Gilman. <laughs> um, in Paris. That's what yeah. I said. Roy Batty died the same year as Rutger Hauer. Oh. Blade Runner oh, set right, in, yeah, of course. Blade Runner set in 2019. Oh. That's weird. <laughs> and his death scene, and that is one of the most beautiful scenes I've filmed. Unbelievable. Um, and he was also in the he Dario Argento Dracula. He improvised a lot of that scene as well, didn't he? Did he, yeah. yeah. Well, R.I.P. Rockahawa. Oh, anyway, so sad. very sad. Um, so, um, yeah, there you go. High tension, aka Switchblade Romance. What do you think? Do you think um, it's uh, a wonderful piece of extreme horror, fave. or do you think it's a problematic fave? <laughs> fave. Problematic fave. <laughs> Do you okay. think that's what it is? Um, please get in touch and let us know. I'm at Johnny Larkin on Twitter. Stephen, where are you? At HD99. And Jonathan Butler. Uh, Cthulhu 502. Where on earth are we going to get married? I'm in bed flicking myself off to reggae, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Unapologetic bitch. <laughs> yes. She's unapologetic about it. And future. And <laughs> future. Uh, um, and thanks for listening. And we will be back on in a couple of weeks talking about something completely different. Probably won't be pissed this time. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe we'll still be pissed from tonight. <laughs> Cheers. Bottoms up, everyone. Always. Oh, French is a salute. Funny, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's not French. Se ci sto bene
Iniziamo Che confusione 